Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes. Today's guest, Dave Fulton. Hello. Uh, just say fuck you. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck you. Thank you. And Melissa Lee Ward. And uh, also Thank we you. have a special guest in. Because uh, today we will be talking about uh, middle age. Why is there so much negativity around this time of life? Ouch. I know, yeah. Wow. And this is coming from the official uh, office of uh, National Statistics. We have Professor Abel Mandel. Hello, Abel. Hi, good afternoon. So basically, Felicity, you're not really middle aged. I, was, you're, I you're mean, this young. hurts. Yeah. What's middle age to you? You? Okay, well, this has been a lovely interview, and uh, I'm are out. you off? I'm out. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> but what age are you then? You I'm, look very young. I'm 35. Yeah, you're not middle aged. Yes, yeah. Dave. Me and you, we're totally. We're, mid- we're totally middle aged. Yeah, you guys totally. are killing it. Yeah, based on the idea that we'll live to be 110, yeah, we're middle aged. Ain't gonna happen for me nah. or you. Nah, nah, no. When I die, when I die, this is what I want. When I die, I want people to go, uh, "Hey, did you hear Dave Fulton die?" And people are like, "No." How'd he die? And when they tell him, they'll go, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's the exact same. Yeah. Because, like, I'm 50, right? So if I have a heart attack, people go, oh, it's a shame, but he was 50. Yeah. Yeah, he got some runs under the... And he was a smoker. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've got all that coming. But so, Felicity, are you worried about turning middle-aged then? No, but I just thought 35's a bit young to be class middle-aged. That's why I'm saying you're not. I think, yeah, it's not medieval times. Uh, it is. You'd be a, you're a spinster. <laughs> well, I mean, n- not technically. In policy, yes. Because you've got a young kid as well, haven't you? No, no. No children? No children. No, you're we're n- just talking about yeah, it. You're not yeah. bothering. Uh, sorry? You're not bothering? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the that's the plan now is to... You want to move on a bit then? Yeah, well... Jesus. All right. Yeah. Um, thank like you, you should Mom. be trying now. Thank you, all of my family. <laughs> I appreciate that. Are they giving you a hard time about that? No, they have. I mean, my mum has been um, vocal about it in the past. She's less vocal now that I'm engaged to someone because it looks like it's going to happen. But so I'm, have you arranged a time for getting married? No, we'll try and have kids first and then... The, cause just... Yeah, just pop so you want, you want bastards? Basically. Yeah, we want bastards. That's right. We are heathens and yeah. we don't care. We're quite happy with that. Well, why don't you just have a kid now, though? Yeah, I mean... That's what she's trying to do. I mean, I can't physically right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of something, but... Um, You'll be finished here in a half an That's hour. true. I'll tell him to finish work early, and then we should sort that out. But so you are trying for kids now? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's all I was getting to. Wow. Dave... That's an incredibly personal question, though. You know, Not really. It, 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 I, yeah, it is, because not everyone can just, like, do it straight away. You know, in the 50s it was personal. Now we're in the 21st century... You just walk up and you go, uh, so, uh, when are you dying? Yeah, when's your, what colour is your jizz? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, Sorry, what's the volume? Is there different colours of jizz? I, I mean, it depends how much water you've drunk in the day. Seriously? Yeah, I mean, no. it, well, it, I mean, if we're going to go there, it affects the, um, oh, how do I want to say this? <laughs> no, you go for it. The, uh, the, the taint? The texture? No, the taint isn't right. the taint the... Perineum. Yeah, that that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm already lost. I just thought that's because you're middle aged. No, because I know what you're talking about, and I'm, we're the same. So, mm. so I mean, when I went in for all that kind of stuff, they said, 
Yeah, at your age, Dave, um, most of your swimmers are dead, but the volume makes up for it. <laughs> yeah, that's what the doctor said. I kind of went, could it's, I have that on a T-shirt? It's literally quantity, not quality. Yeah, yeah. He could yeah. tell that from a, a blood test. No, no, he, he could tell because I snapped one off in a cup and passed it through a hole. And he just went, whoa. Yeah, and somebody smeared it out on a table and did count of the swimmers one at a time. Hang on, did it just get sexy in here? <laughs> well, I'm certainly turned on. So, Dave, you adopted a child. Yeah, we went the whole route like uh, Felicity, but um, tried, to do it, tried to do it naturally. <laughs> so, uh, me, I keep forgetting that you got to keep it in. But the, um, yeah, so we went through the whole, uh, thought, okay, we'll adopt, and then jumped two feet into the middle of the Adoption UK thing and uh it takes about two and a half years for them to go okay you're not going to sell it on and then you get a kid and you realize everything they taught you and told you is fucking worthless right what do they teach you <clears throat> well they go you know you, you do this four-day seminar and they're like okay write down all the traits you want in the kid that you'd like to adopt and i'm looking at my wife going what we're not here for that yeah like they're and gonna so, go yeah we've got one we've got no one no no like and after you write it all down they go okay now take that piece of paper and crumble it up and throw it away because those those are dreams are gone yeah and you go what you know and then they're doing stuff like well you know what we're doing role reversal kind of thing and one you'd be the adopted kid you'd be the parent okay now you want a piece of candy so you're like piece of candy piece of candy piece of candy now you have to deal with this you know Dave, what would you do and i'm like i'm not doing this and they're like, what? What do you mean? Like, you're not going to do it? I go, no, 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 this is stupid. This is absolutely ridiculous. Well, we're going to help you adapt. No, no, no. And they still kids, let you have a kid. Kids are <laughs> fucking pieces of shit. I mean, they're obnoxious. You said that as well. Fucking huh? tyrants. You got and, moved up the list. <clears throat> and they're like, well, what are you saying? I'm like, I said, kids are obnoxious. That's their job. You know, so for me to figure out what I'm going to say, hanging around with a bunch of adults who couldn't breed otherwise, I'm not learning anything here. Of course, my wife is kicking me so hard, I now still have a scar on my shin under the table, but... Yeah, it was just all these, and then when you when you when you get the kid, they just vanish, <laughs> you know. But surely they do checkups. No, no. We well, yeah. Once you get it, then they're like, well, they want to do stuff like, oh, Dave, we need you to stop doing all gigs for three months, and you just go, you have no idea what I do. They think I'm fucking Amdram or some shit like that, <laughs> you know? Like I'm, you know, a lot of people say that. About yeah, they've yeah. seen your act. They see my act, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like one of the peripheral characters in Guys and Dolls, but um. But yeah, then they they uh, you know they stopped by once we you know once we got the process in and they and you know we complained and all this other kind of stuff and, and we've got this amazing we had we had two false starts the first one they did a bait and switch yeah we, we he really yeah, but we have another couple looking at it. you're like okay and you know what they did they went to the other couple there's another couple looking got oh to act my now. god yeah like and they're then, selling a house and then the third one this passive aggressive cunt from the fucking uh, home counties came in and um, and just pretty much grilled me I mean it's just. Right in. If I see her, I cr- guess they have to do that. Though. No, it's bullshit. The stuff this woman was asking me had nothing to do with what we were doing, you know. And also because you know I'm, uh, you know I'm self-employed. They don't know how to deal with that. They yeah. really don't. They're like, well, your job should give you an allowance so you can take the time off. Who? Really? Yeah. I, I'll, I, I'll call the home office. Hello, me. You know. But this woman, I swear to God, if I see her crossing the road, I'm on my motorcycle, no witnesses. I'm on a Heather Mills her ass. <laughs> And that doesn't mean. Hopefully, we'll edit that bit out. Just and, in case and that, that doesn't. And, and that doesn't mean. Uh, that doesn't mean uh, I'm going to force her to marry Paul McCartney. Fake <laughs> so. worse but, than death. But like, like you come across as gruff. But like, I hung out with you. We did Dubai for a couple of weeks. Yeah, Dubai and you're and one of the gentlest people I actually know. All right, turn the mic, turn the mics off. I swear to God, turn them. <laughs> 
No, but you are, even though you come across as like, you know, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. No, no. Run over you. That's textbook. It's yeah. like, I'm really soft and vulnerable, See, so I've got to be tough on the outside. Well, listen, you're probably, you probably would kill people, wouldn't you? I mean, that's what I want people to know. Yeah. No, you're the ones where the neighbours go, she was so quiet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they, no one's ever called me quiet in my yeah. life. Then they, she, <laughs> she smiled all the time, maybe. Now we know that all the yelling was her killing puppies in the backyard. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We think so, she's just giving them a bath. So you're trying for a kid. I have no interest. Dave's got a kid. Mm. So who's going to Edinburgh this year? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh, yeah, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Where are you playing? Uh, d- uh, Pleasance. Oh, oh wow. that's nice. Yeah, I did it last year for the first time. Have you, it was is your great. show written? No, absolutely not. It's February, Sean. It's, um, most people are already kind of... You could ask that question in June, she's going to give you the same answer. Yeah, I, but she's I, lying. No, no. I I usually have my show written early. And See, Dave, but, huh? But not this early. No, I've got a work in progress on this Saturday. So, what's the uh, subject matter? Well, it's. The, I mean, look. At, I have. I a, love the way Australians do that look, really aggressively. Look, look. The thing it's is, it's like Irish people go, "Come here," and you want to just go over to them. <laughs> Come here. Um, I have a an idea of what the show is, but the material that I've written so far does not reflect. So you're going to do loads of tryouts then? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, the good thing about doing is uh, work in progress is I can just do a bunch of material that does not have to relate to the theme at all. But so what is the theme then? The theme, the show, the, the title of the show at the moment is called 50% More Likely to Die. Because you're middle-aged. No, it's about mental illness. Because there's all these statistics oh, that people put, with a mental... Put me down for two tickets? Wow. Well, I did wow. a show last year about mental illness and it will... Uh, you did the same show then? I'm just doing the same show with a different title, no. But are you mentally ill how, then? How, incri- yes. how incredibly Ross Noble of you. Jabberwaka, Nikki. Yeah, yeah. That's what he is. just renamed the show. You go out and see it and like it's still, you know, woodland creatures. I know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Now, your last show was... Uh, I remember you were telling me something about the mental illness thing and then... And yeah. now this is mental illness Another to one. the revenge? Yeah, it's just, um, well, it's just there's more to talk about. Do I you think, think you're mentally ill? No, no, I'm clinically mentally ill. Do you think all comics are? No. I think they are. I really don't. Fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Thanks, a man who man. knows how to channel his aggression. <laughs> no, but so why this, like, you know, why this subject all the time, then? Uh, all the time. I do twice. Yeah, that's all <laughs> the time. <laughs> Do you, do Me you, and Dave only got a year left to live. Do you ask other comedians, like, hey, how come you're doing another show about your dick? It's like, no, that's what I do every year. Well, I, you know, women always do Oh, here we go. Dick. Here no. we fucking go. I've never done a show about my dick. No. God, maybe I should go back you're this year. Show, are you do, writing a show about adoption? Yeah. Technically, yeah. that's about your dick. Well, because oh, I adopted really? a boy. Yeah. No, no, that's no. nothing to do with the dick. It is about the dick. No, it has to do with the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's dicks. Not, there's not... dicks involved in the process. Yeah, Dave, are you going to do dicks. Edinburgh? You never do Edinburgh. <clears throat> I've done Edinburgh five times. Yeah, I... but not for a long time. No, I was there in 2011, and um, it was kind of a wake-up call. But the uh, And I'd like to go back and do it again, but my problem is if I go up and do this you know, show and it gets five-star reviews and people like it, and nobody from the media is going to see it. Nobody from the BBC is going, hey, let's get that old guy on. I know. You know, I know. Because here it's not a meritocracy. It's not about the best comic on the bill. It's who we can exploit the most and try to get new viewers. Yeah, and you're right. So unfortunately, I mean, I'm not complaining. This is how it is. And it's funny because friends of mine are involved in the business back in America. I tell them and they're like, oh, so they haven't learned yet. So what I'm going to do instead well, is that older people are better. No, the older people and young people are funny. It's just it, it's got to be content based. It can't be you know. What no, you're, you're very much right. It's like it's not even uh, young. It's new. 
They're looking for new things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the, but the, I've been doing a little bit more acting lately. And what's interesting about the acting community, and backing me on this one, is it's not a matter of, oh, we need the youngest actor out there. We just want new faces. And so, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily have to be the primary role, but they're kind of like, hey, we need this whatever, and we just need a, a new face. And and do they need, you know, the guy they've seen again and again and again and again? No, you know, maybe a bit to sell a ticket, but we want but to But we all miss Terry Wogan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. The, uh, yes, you do. I know, I do. But the, um, but anyway, to answer your question about Edinburgh, um, no, I'm writing. Don't, one, don't, there's no big O in it. I'm I'm, I'm writing a uh, um, Edinburgh. Uh, I, yeah, <laughs> about the Fringe. I'm writing the show, but I'm not taking it up there because I've been offered to be part of a pit crew to go to the Bonneville Salt Flats in of August to help some guys set some land speed records on some vintage motorcycles. So and you're just lobbing the show there, yeah. Fuck that! I'm not gonna. Do, I'm gonna go there, turn wrenches, and hang out in the salt flats and try to get up to 150 miles an hour in a bike built in 1958. I don't understand the connection, though. You're None. So None. I'm not doing Edinburgh, but I'm doing this. But I am building a bike, yeah. I'm building and a I'm bike. writing a show for Edinburgh that will not go. No, I'm not doing. I'm writing a one-hour show, right. but I'm not taking it to Edinburgh. Where are you cool. going to take it then? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't think Edinburgh is the be-all, end-all as Stop it used to be. Call it Edinburgh. <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> I do because it's not right. You know what? Oh, Just because you so Brits enjoyable. finally paid off your your debt to us after the Marshall Plan, you think you can dictate all my verbal? No, pro- just one, one, one. I'm so Listen, look at do you me. call it Edinburgh? No, I call it Edinburgh. Yeah. Edinburgh. No, she got it right. What'd she say? I said Edinburgh. Edinburgh. So I, I just think there's other ways, other places to go out there and, and shop your one hour. Unfortunately, the fringe has become kind of this. You know, I, I tell you what, what I about did. free fringe. Well, you know, it's, but it's not. The, it's, it's, a, it's about the. T- <laughs> it has nothing to do with the you know free fringe or you know go up the agent off the curb and they shove me in wherever. Um, it's a matter of just taking this huge month and going up there and putting all this effort into it. Yeah. And then you go, okay, what do I do with? It? I have this great hour. What do I do with it? Mm. You know, and then suddenly, I mean, nobody from Australia is going to call me uh, because it's, you know you go down there for six weeks. I don't want to be away from my boy. You know, you maybe do a few festivals here and there, one hour there, and, and you go, all right. So the only thing I can think about doing is try to get this really clean, tight hour on this, record yeah. a DVD, and, and flog it. Sweet. Well, I'll tell you what I did. One, Edinburgh, I didn't go up. I actually did a two-week uh, work in progress at Soho Theatre where nobody pays any attention to you. That's what you should do. You know, I did that once. Um, I, from the show I did in 2011, I brought it in the Soho Theatre the year after in 2012. And... Because I had really good success years earlier, and they're like, "Okay, we're actually on Friday, Saturday, but we're keeping uh, Wednesday and Thursday open in case the ticket sales, you know, go yeah. well like they did last time." And it didn't. Uh, you know, I was in a 145 seater. I sold like 46 seats one night and 48 the next night. That's all right. But it was still great fun. And my agents, he loves my agent. I go, ah, "I don't know what happened." He goes, oh, "Dave, it was the first sunny weekend of the year, so that's why." Oh, it really is. There is always an absolutely. Yeah. And I was and I was going, "Come on!" And everybody I talked to about that, yeah, my agent just sold me this, and they're like, "Well, yeah." Yeah, that's really that that's really is an issue. Absolutely, a thing. Yeah. If it's above twenty three degrees, good luck getting but anyone. Also, yeah. Felicity, this year you know it's the Olympics, which always brings the numbers down. It absolutely Edinburgh. does. And oh I, God, that's right, I forgot. So about I that. did two thousand and twelve. But Zika will bring it back up again. We can only hope. Yeah, you problem know? is your whole audience will have small heads and won't understand you. I mean, I'm hoping to get. Yeah. Well, they're all mentally ill. They might. <laughs> Uh, is that a mental illness or is that just yeah, a no, small no, head? Encephalitis yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> not enough. What, not what enough mental illness when do you have? Uh, I've got when you're a bored. tiny head at nightis. <laughs> tiny head at nightis. Yeah. So, like, so Australia, there's a big kind of comedy community in Australia. So, why did you come over here? Because I, like, my career was fine in Australia. It was just like I didn't know how to get better. 
And the only way I thought I could get better is if I gigged more and I couldn't gig more than I was. So you're gigging all the time now? Yeah. And but I, doing 20 minutes. Yeah, but this, the scene over here, the scene, what am I fucking wearing a beret? Got a jazz necklace It is on? the scene. It's the scene, man. It's real groovy cats. Well, you're um, so young. You could take the onions I'm off so, your neck. Yeah, but, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> um, uh, you just have to be better here. Whatever I was in Australia, I have to be better if you I want to have You definitely have career. to raise your game here. You definitely. absolutely do. Good day yeah. like America as well, like, you know. <clears throat> well, you know, I... Powerful comedy. Yeah, I've been doing comedy a long time. I started in the States, and the uh, I came over here on a lark. I had no intentions of breaking into the scene. I got really lucky in the first part of 2000. I, I tallied up my uh, television appearance from 98 to 206, and it was like 33 appearances. You know, never mind the bus cocks, all the like other kind of stuff. But messy. here... Yeah, I mean, that was great. Yeah, but the, the flip side is if I were to transfer that 10 years in, in the future, oh, yeah, I'd be on tour and everything else. But back then, it didn't really matter. But and you still work in America, though? I still do. I still gig back in the States, not as much as they used to, um, not as much as I'd like. But, you know, and in the States, the uh, what's kind of cool is that the clubs I do play, because I haven't been on American television in, like, freaking ever. Tell but me ev- about it. Everybody, me, me neither, me, eh? yeah. actually. But every, everybody gets online and looks what you see what's been posted. I mean, cause, so they go, oh, Felicity Ward, who is she? And like, boom, smartphone. Well, that's funny. Let's go see her. Yeah. It's not like, Felicity Ward, oh, my God, you know? So they, And that's what they do. They just show up. And I've had I've done shows where people come up to me afterwards going, you got to get more online content. You know, because we looked at all the videos and we wanted We're more. We're too old for online content. <laughs> oh, my God. Even for this, it's too old for online well, content. But I no, mean, then you, but you come here. What was cool about coming here is, uh, first off, I was closing all the shows in the States, which you get paid more. Yeah, but you have to do 45 minutes to an hour, which is great. I mean, you work your way up to a year the one closing. you're better at. You're better at that than 20 minutes. Yeah, and I can do that. And then you come here and you're like, right, do 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, it takes me 10 to say hi. I know. You know, and then you go 20 minutes and then you're off and you're the hero. And then you work the clubs and they're like, okay, you're obviously... You're, you're, you're pushing you're, it with the hero. <laughs> you know, whatever. But you know, you, and they're carrying you out on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like most kids. James, my hero! <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's really weird about that? I remember when I first started coming here in 98 to 2000. People had small shoulders? Smaller heads. Smaller heads, smaller yeah. Heads. The, uh, the, they were, audiences were more prone to give encores and nobody gives them anymore. It's, you know? yeah, it's kind of cool. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the... Uh, um, and so anyway, you, you get a tight 20, and the club owner's like, right, we got to have that guy close because he's the strongest one. And, and the guys going on the, at the beginning and the middle, we're all making the same money, but the guys going the mid, beginning and the middle are not going to close. Yeah. You know, but they're the ones that are now on I all the shows. Yeah. But, like, weirdly, because when we played Dubai, um, I so wanted you to wouldn't get, close. You cause... wouldn't get off stage. You just no, would but not. No, you, you were just so aggressive and... You know, magnificent. I just went. I I want to follow that because I'm quite. You know, hey, how you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to go on laughing. But hey, fuck you, fuck you, Dubai. No, I don't do that. Yeah, a little bit of that. Well, a I'm, li- a, I'm a, a little tiny fuck. I'm a little since I since I got my boy, I'm, I've calmed down quite a bit. No, but in life you are. But like, it's still, even at breakfast, you look menacing. <laughs> I heard a great one the other day by a this grapefruit just crying. Yeah. Is that condensation? I heard a great one the other day. The uh, I went up for this casting and this woman, she was like, "Oh, I want you to do this and this." I said, "Okay, try this." I said, "Well, you know, some people say I have kind of a scary face anyway." And she says, "Yeah, that's my problem. I've got resting bitch face." Mm. Have you ever heard that? Yes, I, I, have. I love that resting yes. bitch face. What exactly does that mean? I just, it means she looks really pissed off when it's, she's just when you know, you're just sitting there when you're relaxed. You yeah. look like you are about to kill someone. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you look like. The happiest person ever. 
Yeah. I would sit next to you on a train and yeah. not be, feel threatened at all. But now that no, I know you have mental problems. You'd be scared that I would talk to you, though. About mental problems. But that wouldn't bother anything. me. Because I'm American, so I'd just go, hey, how you doing? That's true. My, matter of fact, my wife, is, if we get a new neighbor within like a you know four or five door radius, I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, we don't talk to each other over oh here. Oh, my God, nobody talks to neighbors here. It kills me. I it I know. kills me. Yeah, but you're Irish. Yeah, but what's that got to do with it? No one here in, in, in London... The woman next to me. Everyone on my street I say hello to. Mate, the woman next to me, refi- like, her kids were staring at me one day. There's like a, they've got a tiny little courtyard in the front. And I walked out and the kids were playing and I went, hi. And the kid looked at me and then looked at the mum and I went and waved. And the mother just stared at me. Yeah, that's the way you said hi. It's because she's an immigrant. No, she can't speak English. You, did, you didn't not. say hi. You went, hi, as if... Oh my God! What what question is she asking? No, me? it wasn't that at all. It I was, was very. I'm confident with children. I'm very confident with children. We have a very similar mental capacity, and joy for life. So we connect. It wasn't. It so wasn't. you don't talk to your neighbours at all. I try. See, I say well, also because uh, I'm I'm in the dog community, so we have oh, a big community where yeah, okay. I don't know any of their names, but I know all the dogs' names. Yeah, that's, that's <coughs> you would how have, it should be. When you, by the way, when you have children, what happens is because when I'm with I'm uh, with my boy, is I'll go around town and people I've never seen in my life will go and they'll say hi to him, hi. Hi, no go hi, and I'm like, who is that? You know, they yeah. look at me like, oh, you're you're Bam's dad. I'm like, yeah. But also, like, we haven't mentioned that you actually adopted a black child. Yeah, we adopted a black kid. Yeah, which is actually, I think, brave's probably not the word, but it was always going to cause issues. Like people looking at you, going, what's the deal? You know, what's here? weird about that is I went back to where I'm from in America, uh, Idaho, North Idaho, which is I grew up with rednecks and racists. Caucus, caucus. <coughs> no, that's Iowa. All right, sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I kind of nearly know. I nearly know my politics. Iowa stands for idiots out wandering around. Idaho sounds like a prostitute. So the in, in North Idaho, there was a neo-Nazi Aryan nation compound for years and years and years. I was in that for a bit. And, the good um, old days. Yeah, well, it, they, they kept it, they kept house prices down. So <laughs> I bet it did. They really did. And when they left, house prices shot through the roof. My property tax went up. So and I was People really worried. Were actually longing for the Nazis to come back. Really, I could afford this house if they just come back. I mean, the rent's gone yeah. through the roof. Yeah. I mean, I don't really like them, but they did keep the prices down. <laughs> but the flip side is the. Um, I would when I brought him home for Thanksgiving in uh, end of November last year. I was really thinking, oh, here we go. Thanksgiving, that's just a merry go kind of day. Just c- wait till Christmas. It, yeah? It's it's fuck off Puritan Day to you guys. Wake up, wait till Christmas. Now you know like what the great thing about Thanksgiving is: all the food, none of the presents. That's the great thing about no Thanksgiving. presents. On no Thanksgiving. presents on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just food. Right. Is it? Is that the day the pilgrims arrive? Supposedly. Right. Yeah, but, but it's always the last the Thursday, ship. last Thursday of November. But getting to the point is, I was going around town in this for the most part. I mean, Idaho is the whitest state in in the uh, in the United States, and I kept waiting for it, but nobody. Paid, I mean, literally nobody paid a mind to it. Nobody said anything. Nothing under their breath. No double takes. I get more fucking double takes in London with him mm. than I do back there. And as a buddy of mine, is a fireman. But only out of curiosity, not out of racism. No, but you know they're t- they're they're trying to do the math in their head. Yeah. What happened here? What happened here? In Idaho, it's more like they, they look at you and they look at you and go, oh, look, T-shirts are on sale. You know, that's it. Yeah. They don't really care. And I asked my buddy who's a farmer, like, what's happening? He goes, Dave, we've gone full circle. We don't give a shit. We just don't care anymore. You know, it was racist for so long, and now it's not. And and people are just like, whatever. And everybody who's moved there, moved there from multicultural societies, even though they're white, and they just see a black kid and they go, huh. You know, and the, everybody I ran into that were friends of mine or just acquaintance, and they saw the scenario. My wife, who's also white, and and I adopted this black kid from London. They all just kind of went, 
rock on, man. Way to go. You know, because he's going to have a UK no, passport and a US passport and everything else. And Felicity, well, your black husband. Mm. So do you know what color your child is going to be? <laughs> well, he's actually Cypriot. He's he's oh his God, grandparents. Just, so he's just going to be in debt. Is it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I mean, they're going to have a lot of hair and very confident yeah. noses. So where did you meet him? Edinburgh. I know. Was he a performer? No, he was a he was working in music. He was he like a tour a manager. Mate, I have a joke about that. Oh really? Yeah, because he's like, well, he's so hot that I thought that I was a bet. <laughs> so I like, absolutely tried to sleep with him on the first night. Let's see a picture of him. He's so hot. All right. You, Kitty Flanagan, told me that one time. I because we worked together off and on for a while, and I said, "How are you doing?" She's like, "I'm dating this guy. He's a grave digger." And I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "He's so hot. He's he's so fit. He's got a six pack." I'm like, "You know, is he? He's cool." He's like, "Oh, he reads, but man, he's so hot." When, <laughs> whenever I went out with him. someone, let's have a look. You got to keep pressing the bottom button, and it. Oh my yeah, god! No, he's sexy. Yeah, yeah he's, but he's very tall, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's what's he about seven foot? Everybody's no. tall to you, though. Yeah, I am five foot four. He's six one. I he's think. like a good-looking Gary Delaney. He's a, just a handsome, handsome, kind man. That's fantastic. And so straight away you knew he was the one, yeah? No, no, no. It was the last five days of Edinburgh. I'm like, come on, I'm a single lady. Let's get this done. You mean you had sex? Oh, that's what I was gunning for, and then it, but you didn't. it eventually happened, yeah. Not in Edinburgh. He was How many days did you not wear knickers before he finally figured it out? Uh, no, that is not me. I'm oh, okay. not one of those women. Uh, did you clean your junk up before? That's me, Dave. Clean my junk. Did you say out or up? Up. I mean, both are bad. <laughs> um, See, he's so gentle, but he says stuff like that. Yeah. Did you clean your junk up? Did you clean your junk up? I mean, yeah. This is romance, Dave. Sorry, You're ruining sorry. it. I think is I, I, you know, I love this gal too. I really do. But, and, but she needs to clean her junk. She needs to clean her junk up. Yeah, <laughs> well, your little, face get, is very clean. Get a little trim to that bearded clam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the phrase bearded clam. Did I you really shave don't. down there? Did, wow, I mean, this is going. Wow, I shave. Just, no, you don't. I did this morning. Look, no, not your pubes. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I mean, if I feel actually fine talking about this because I don't feel sexually sexually threatened by either of you. That's <laughs> very, very good to hear. I, I hear that a lot on the bus, by the way. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll sit next to him. I'm not threatened by yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he's more of a protector. Yeah. Um, uh, I am not a very good at physical maintenance, full stop. So you don't prune? Occasionally, but it's not a priority. Do you shower or bathe every day? Shower yeah. most days. See, I'm the same way. My wife every day got to take a shower, take a bath. Me, I'm like, eh. Yesterday. It'll happen. Yeah. I bathe every second day. In a bath? No, in the sink. No, no, but as opposed to a shower or a bath. Uh, no, I don't like sh- showers. Really? You don't like yeah. sh- this don't, is what I don't understand about I, living over here, yeah, and it's an Irish totally. and a, a British thing. It's just baths take so long. Yeah. yeah but How it's do you kind have a, of a process. It's it, beautiful. Then you're sitting in your butt water, man. Yeah, you're, it's a human marinade. I mean, when I first started hearing you coming over here, and they're like, what's the first thing you do when you go to a hotel? Oh, we fill the bath up with hot water. What? What? Well, you don't bathe at all. You always shower. I always shower. Because i got no time for this. Get in there, soap exactly. it up, rinse yeah, it off. you've got a lot of time on your hands. No, I don't, man. I'm building motorcycles. I'm raising kids. <laughs> you know, I'm overthrowing governments. I'm trying to get Donald Trump elected because I need the material. He oh, won. Don't. He won. Oh, my God. Come on. Bernie Sanders will give you material. Come yeah, on. I like Bernie. 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 But he's too old, isn't it? Yeah, is but that? let him have let him have a couple of years, go crazy on policy, no, I, die, I, and then I love him, what but a like, legacy. If I met someone in a park who was over seventy and he started talking to me, I'd just go, "Why don't you fuck off?" Wow, 
So the you president like has Dave. that to look forward to. Yeah. Well, now, I think, I, you know, what's, what's, but you think about it, Mandela, when he became president, was older than Bernie. He was two years older there than Bernie. There you go. Yeah, but that was kind of sympathy. What? Yeah, he didn't really do anything. Be very careful here. Wow. He was a terrorist. Come on, let's get with the program. Yeah, he was. Thatcher. Uh, <coughs> Thatcher. There's plenty of terrorists. I mean... No, but he was. I love Nelson Mandela. Nobody has a bad word to say about Nelson Mandela, but he was a terrorist. He killed people. Mm. So you, I, yeah, only the, I find only it hard the to bad trust ones. people. Only the bad ones who kill people. Well, Americans kill ba- people too. I mean, the the Irish have year. had an interesting history with yeah, terrorism as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're the bad which ones. Is, which is why the continuity IRA is so popular right now because they're just trying to bring order to yeah. the whole. I'll just give it. Even Stephen. Even Stephen. Yeah, yeah, totally. But no, like, the weird thing was, like, because I was born in England. I was born in London. Went yeah. to Ireland when I was five. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. I went to Ireland when I was five in the height of the Troubles. And I love the fact that Ireland called terrorism the Troubles. Yeah, yeah. it's adorable. You know, most people go, oh, my car wouldn't start today. Oh, a bit of trouble. But we go, uh, Uncle Bernie had his... Uh, he started the Head car and it exploded. Uh, troubles, eh? Well, you know, the, uh, the Korean War was called a police action for a long time. <laughs> you know that? Yeah, I, I, know. Know. I know. Yeah, it was called a police action for a long time. Oh, actually, I did it because I, I was working in Dublin recently, and this is an amazing Well, I came from the suburbs in Dublin, Christian Brothers, and we were... And a good the, one, by the way. We were in the middle of a history class, right? And Mr. Power, who was just Mr. Power... Is he um, a teacher? Or yeah, was, he was the teacher. He wasn't like we didn't call our kids. Yeah, the power of Grayskull. But like, so we're talking about Vietnam, and one of the kids in the class is just going, "I thought it was all wrong," and he's going, "No, no, what what happened was this. This is why Vietnam happened," and this kid's having nothing. And then Mr. Power from the suburbs in Dublin just went, "I think I know what I'm talking about. I served in Vietnam and walked out of the class," and we were just going, "Oh my God." Mr. Power was in Vietnam. I mentioned it uh, in an interview uh, last week mm. for doing press in Dublin. He rang up the paper and said, you are kind of making me look like I'm pro-Vietnam. That guy's got a problem. Wow. Well, you know that old joke, how, how many Vietnam veterans does it take to screw in a light bulb? You don't know because you weren't there. <laughs> very funny. Very, very funny. But it was kind of a, like ringing up the paper and saying, you're... Making me look pro Vietnam. Oh my god! I just thought it was very odd. Did because it, well, it's that weird thing of having of being. Um, if I think that people have who have no access to media at all see anyone who appears in the paper, anyone who appears on radio as a celebrity. It's like it's like another world, and they don't actually realise how close it is to the real world. Yeah, that it's especially now more than ever. Yeah, now more yeah. than ever, absolutely. Since Terry Wogan died. But like, uh, like Twitter as well. Like Twitter is just hateful, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think that Twitter it's, it's anonymous. And, yeah. Twitter and Facebook is like um, everyone's personal mini fame, where yeah, they get yeah. to post their thoughts and pictures of them and what their family. And it's about how they, what perception of themselves they put out to the world. And nobody's wrong. Nobody's yeah, wrong ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah. I've actually had a couple of very reasonable discussions. I had a, a, a discussion that went for a really long time uh, about abortion with an American. Um, I don't know if he was a fundamentalist Christian, but he was. Just call him by his name. It's Dave. It's Dave Fulton, and for, it went for Christian. ages. I can't imagine kept... that going to my name at all. No, I can't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's all right. But we had a really reasonable, decent conversation, and then on went, Facebook. Uh, no, on Twitter. And then he said, oh, I've got to go. And my wife said, I've got to get off Twitter. I'm like, ha <laughs> I said, I don't engage. 
I just don't answer anybody anymore. Mm. But you're middle-aged. Well, I don't, you know, I... You've lost passion. Part of it, yeah. A lot of people on Facebook yeah. go, oh, I blocked this guy, I blocked that guy, I defriended this guy, you know. And I said, look, I've, I don't know how many Facebook friends I have. I, I have friends of mine or people on um, my Facebook I've got page. I've people are on my down Facebook. here. Six, Dave. <coughs> You've got six. Yeah. I've had people on my They're Facebook... Very loyal, friend list who are so diametrically opposed to everything I believe in, and they'll put stuff up there, and I just go, wow. But I don't go, yeah, you're out of here. Because I think it's really great to have this diverse, weird online discussion. When you put them like, oh, actually, no, you're wrong, and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. The, the thing and I what's, but, By the way, real quick, what's really fun to do is get in a big online discussion with somebody, they're like, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, no, yeah. you're wrong, and then delete your post. And just leaves theirs up, so it looks they look like some yeah, crazy yeah. guy yelling yeah. on a bus to nobody. Well, the only thing I did recently, I kind of retweeted it because I thought it was hilarious. Oh, I love retweeting. I, I hate. Uh, I love retweeting. I, I did the comedians come dime at me, and mm. of course I didn't take it serious. But the bottom line is, like, if you win, you get a thousand pounds for your charity, which mine was the homeless, and uh, I'd forgotten all about it. They obviously just showed it again at Christmas, and. Pretty much like everyone else, it was Christmas time, so they did like fireworks and choirs and all that. And I pretty much did the same meal three times, just served it differently. And my entertainment was a Smith's tribute band. And this woman tweeted me going, Oh, so you're happy with the homeless being out ho- homeless again tonight because you didn't take it serious. Oh, my God. And I'm just looking at oh that and going, my God. what is wrong with you? Wow. And also, the money that other people spend on choirs and fireworks, they could have just given to the charity. A thousand pounds is not a lot of I money. Know. But listen, guys, it's been great, um, Dave and Felicity. So we haven't actually talked to uh, Abel Mandel. So, Abel, you're saying there's a lot of negativity now around this time of life when you're middle-aged. Yes, and I think what we have to consider is that, is that there are many... But benefits. listen, it's been great to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been listening to Under the Radar with me, Sean Hughes, Dave Alter for this award. Uh, I've been Sean Hughes. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.